Welcome to the Where Do I Go From Here podcast, where my guests and I highlight the goodness of God in seasons we were not prepared for. I am your host, Daisha Carter, and the podcast is not just for widows, but for anyone navigating the unwelcome disruptions of life. You are about to enter the room of real life in genuine faith. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's listen and enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Widow I Go From Here podcast. Today, I am so excited to be able to have with me Miss Leslie and Lakita, my partners in 2022, who we have memorized the Sermon on the Mount together. What a journey it has been. And so I just want to pick their brains a little bit and just talk through, talk to them about what that has meant, what they have learned, what we all have learned, um, just navigating this memorization (laughs) over this past year. So welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having us. I'm excited. Yeah, this is great. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So we finished memorizing Matthew chapter five, six, and seven. And so I was talking to Leslie just now, and we were just like, it's crazy that we've never done anything like this the whole time that we've been Christians. Nope. Right. Like this was a huge feat. And so I do have to say, Lakita, you were our fearless leader. So let me say that. In the very oh beginning, <laughs> in the very beginning, when you put it out there, I was like, yes, I would love to do that just because it was, it was a challenge, right? But then um, the very first week when you had uh, sent us the scriptures, you know, that we were to memorize, but then you also sent the video mm. that talked about uh, what does it mean? to um, be poor in spirit mm-hmm. and it was a simple two three minute video but that right there changed my whole mindset going into memorizing the sermon on the mount and how she was just yeah. saying that being poor in spirit is honestly just about understanding and recognizing our need for christ right. that we are nothing without him spiritually we are dead without him and so it was deep it was a two three minute little snippet but it was yeah I remember that and so so my first question is so that's the thing that appealed to me but what appealed to you about taking a year to memorize the sermon on the mount um well me Lakita I uh we had I don't know if you recall, we had gone through the Sermon of the Mount, Sermon on the Mount, a couple of times in service, multiple services, and I was left like just wanting more and wanting to really dig into to that, Um, because they showed it as like a a ladder, right? First, we need to recognize our our need for God, right? Being poor in spirit, and then how it leads to the potential of being persecuted because of 
our righteousness. And it just really um, pierced my heart and it left, I mean, you know, you read scriptures and you read it multiple times. I think I'm the baby here. I've been a Christian for 20 years. You guys are older than me spiritually, but you read things in, in the in the Bible and they just hit you differently and um, at different times. And going through the, the Sermon on the Mountain service was great. And then it I went back to it and it just, it spoke to my heart. I'm a very, um, sometimes to my disadvantage, but I'm a very like, buy the book, tell me what to do so I can follow it uh, type of person. Um, and just hearing the living word, right? Speak his word to, to his followers. Mm. It moved, it moved my heart and I wanted to, to just dig in and, and apply it. And boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy, did this year yeah. give me ample opportunity to apply so many aspects of the Sermon on the Mount to our lives to my life. Amen. That's good. The one thing that, um, and I'm sorry, Leslie, I'm going to let you share. Um, I did notice as we were memorizing, I noticed how chapter five was, you know, like be blessed, right? In the beginning, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the peacemakers, blessed. Mm -hmm. And so he's showing us like this, this heart to have. And then he's like, you know, um, you are the light of the world, right? But then he goes into, you have heard that it was said, da, 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 but I'm telling you. But then mm-hmm. in chapter six, it was, it was almost like this transition of, okay, now you know how to be, right? But now don't get caught. Like, don't let your works be done in front of others to be seen yeah. by them, right? Yeah. And so it was this whole yep. theme of like, just do do it in silence do it in the in the hidden spaces god sees it then in chapter seven it was like this transition into okay now you got those two straight now we're talking about like the heart of the matter let's go deeper i just noticed like just this transition as as we were uh, memorizing throughout the year but anyway how about you leslie you know what honestly I don't think that I have ever tried to memorize, just like what we were talking about. I've been a Christian 25 years and in my entire walk, I have never tried to memorize something so daunting. You know, I might do a scripture here or there, or there were times in my life where I might've been battling with purity and I would, you know, memorize a scripture or two to keep repeating to myself to keep, because, you know, it talks about having the scriptures, writing them on the tablet of your heart, all these things. And also I think a part of it was just because Lakita and I are best friends. We do a lot of things together. It's like, all right, we struggling in this. We about to read this book together and be up at five in the morning and do this. And I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, we about to pray together and we about to put all these prayers out there and see what God does. And it's like, okay, let's do it. We about to work out because we struggling. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's yep. do it. So a part of it wasn't even a whole lot of thought, honestly. It's because we have this partnership to where we feel like we really want to be that iron sharpening iron. So we put it out there and we've never said no. We were always like, what you want to do? You want to do all right. <laughs> so yep, yep. we just go for the challenge. So really it was like another thing like, all right, Keita, let's do it. Let's try it. I love that. So let me tell you how much I love what you're saying. We've, you know, done this thing, right? It has been 
a glorious challenge. Right. But mm-hmm. at the end of it, I was like, man, we're coming to the end. But there was something in me that was just like, okay, I have to keep doing this. Like, right. like what has happened to me over the past year internally yes. in my life, how God had use certain passages at certain times to just minister to me. I was just like, okay, Daisha, you cannot stop. You have to keep memorizing. And mm-hmm. so I was going to do that. Like, I, I was just like, okay, yep, I'm going to keep memorizing. And I was just like, I am not going to ask them if they want to do this. Like, this was too much. They're going to be like, girl, <laughs> bye. Right. But why what you're saying speaks so much to my heart, Leslie, when you talk about just your partnership, how you two are best friends and how it really wasn't even much thought because you you guys have been in the fight together, just yeah, doing man. life together for years, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. And when it got to the end or, you know, in the year ending and Lakita, she sends a text like, okay, y'all, y'all want to keep this going? You know, y'all want to memorize, was it Psalms 119? Ooh, yeah, that was yeah. it. I had to and... think on that one a little bit. I said, I don't know. I had to think <laughs> right. on that one for a long time. We were time. all shaking in our boots. Now. That's a lot. <laughs> it, right, it is. But I thought, you didn't know that I was thinking that, but God knew. Right. And I right. just thought, wow, how God knows that it's just better together. Like to have done this with you girls and not solo has made all of the difference. There is no way I, this is just me, just me knowing Daisha, there is no way I think I would have been able to say, yes, I've completed it. I've memorized it without your partnership, without the accountability, without us hopping on Zooms two two or three times this year. Like, you know what I mean? Like that has made all the difference. It's made all the difference for me too. Cause I think through even the things that Lakita and I have done together, you know, once we stop doing it together, I might last maybe a month at most. And then I stop. I do so much better with accountability, with the partnership, with and a part of me just a people pleaser, like, oh, wait, I can't mess up. I got to get the scripture, right? You know, we got right. to eat up, you know? Yep. But ultimately, it is, it goes back to that iron sharpening iron. Like, it is just so much better to have that spiritual partnership and accountability because I do not follow through with things on my own. Right. It just, it's just so helpful to me. I do yeah. so much better with, you know, walking with someone. And that's the way mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. You know, it is. it's not as Christianity is not a solo sport. And when it was coming to an end, I'm like, oh, it was mm-hmm. a little part of me that's like, oh, but yeah, we still do got to keep going because I mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, the spiritual camaraderie mm-hmm. <laughs> and the and the growth and the scriptures. Like, like you know, blessed are the peacemakers when I wanted to cause trouble at Ooh. home and I was upset. And my husband, you know, the, just the scriptures, the things that would come up and I'm like, dang. Amen, Jesus. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's good. So that's that's my next question. So if you can pick one example <laughs> from this whole year where <clears throat> we were memorizing and you had to apply that bad boy in your life, like, oh, wow. what was Man. that? 
there were several for me. me. The big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was the little daggers, you know, in the beginning, like, oh, gosh, bless the peacemakers. That one alone got me. But I am a part of a blended family. And, you know, blended family life is not always simple. And there are times when there are just issues with our dynamic. And that part that talking about loving your enemies, pray for those who persecute you, when someone slap you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And if someone, you know, want to sue you, hand over your coat, you know, you want to go one mile, I'm going to go with you two miles. And honestly, even the last part of that word talks about give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Literally, somebody from my past on Facebook reached out to me to borrow some money. I don't be answering people on Facebook. I'm like, "Mm -mm, that's a scam. That's not really them. I'm asking her to show all kind of proof. Take a picture of yourself with the date. Do this. Is this really you? But it was really her asking Mm. for money for her and her kids. She was down and out and she was in a hotel like, I need this much money. I rarely answer stuff on Facebook. And when I tell you that scripture just said, give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. All right, girl, let me cash out you. <laughs> like it was just yeah. convicting. We were going through that specific section when all of it happened and when I was going through a difficult time within my blended family dynamic. So the Bible is so applicable. It does cut the heart. It's like, there's no situation you can't use it for us. So I was just like, amen, God. We will be doing it this week, right? <laughs> yeah. Amen. Thanks for sharing that. There are so there are quite a few. Um, I'm gonna try to keep it concise, but there is one in the beginning of the year. I was having a rough time in my marriage, and in March we had a friend, Tasha, who passed away, and I was we were at the re- repast, and then I went out with another friend of mine who's. We're not really, we don't really talk as much anymore, but she was like, why are you, why are you still in your marriage? And I felt like I didn't really have a really strong answer, right? Because granted, I'm going through it in my marriage at that time. But I think about the scripture that talks about, like, if it's not divorce other than uh, sexual immorality, like, you just cannot, right? And um, I just don't didn't have biblical grounds. So I was thinking about, okay, God, I was going through the scriptures like, come on, please show me something, give me an out, you know. <laughs> I'm mixing all over my head. Okay, so it has been said, 
do oh it has been said anyone who gives anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce but i tell you anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality makes her the victim of divorce and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery um but god bless that because mm -hmm. this year that was around march i would say maybe around may april may there was a turn in my marriage amen that only <clears throat> points to our father mm. and while it is not a perfect marriage there has been a very market change and i believe <clears throat> while i didn't have an answer for that friend back in march i have an answer now mm. and it came from really digging in and applying um the scripture um another very difficult time for me um, this year was <clears throat> suffering through depression and having, um, this is in the beginning of the, of the year, and having um, the worst bout of depression that I've ever had in my entire life. And it really spoke to me in the very beginning, right? I think you referenced this scripture, poor in spirit, really knowing my need for God. And also, um, <clears throat> mourning and knowing that God is going to comfort me through this. And it really helped me to lean into accepting the mental health issue that I have and learning myself through that and still applying the scriptures, even when it's hard. And so um, I'll leave it trying to keep it concise, but there are multiple times that the scripture, I'm getting goosebumps, just recounting it, but there's multiple times that we uh, th that i was able to just apply the sermon on the mount in my life mm, and i'm mm. beyond grateful you know i love how i think that's just so when we got to the end right so at the very end jesus says whoever right hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock and so mm -hmm. even yeah. for you, Leslie, to talk about uh, just the trials, you know, of being a blended family mm -hmm. and then Lakita marriage just in and of itself, like, you know, it's in the struggle. It's in, you know what, the struggle is real, but these scriptures are all, they're realer, right? What Jesus right. is calling yep. us to mm -hmm. is so much realer and he, and his words are solid. And yes. so I'm able to see like while these women have built their lives on the words of Christ, which is the rock. So when the storms come, mm -hmm. the winds blow, mm -hmm. like you are still standing, right? That's just, yeah. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, it was when, and I'll be brief, but it was during the time when we were memorizing, um, do not worry. And mm -hmm. specifically when it says, look at the birds of the air, they do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And so for me, uh, I don't know if you guys know or not, but I am just 100%, you know, entrepreneur, like literally living by faith. Like, I don't know, I didn't know. 
Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And who by worrying can add a single hour to his life? I mean, the journey has been a real one, but my struggle with fear and doubt and how is God, God going to provide and when is he going to provide and, you know, how are we going to eat? Like all those things, just, I'm just talking about just basic living, like nothing right. fancy. Just yes, yes. And yes. Uh, when we were memorizing that passage of scripture, I was waking up every morning, I was going to the park and exercising. And there's one passage of script or one version that that says look at the ravens it specifically says ravens and there would be just all these ravens at the park and god would just bring to my memory that passage like look at them yeah they don't work mm -hmm. they don't store they don't stay and i feed them i take care of them and that's who I am for you. Like, you don't have to be mm -hmm. out there. What, what, I'm, what I consider like, oh my goodness, I need to, you know, get it in. I need to go work. I need to find a job. Is this really the path? Am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Like all the doubt and worry, God just started to calm my anxious heart. And I literally had a visual every single morning of these birds that God fed. And so, um, Amen. Okay, so I have one more um, question. So my last question, um, <clears throat> what differences do you see in your life and heart or what lessons have you learned along the way? Well, I think that we've touched on that a bit, but I will say um, lessons, like we know we're created for connection, right? Like. God said that it's not good for Adam to be alone. He made the woman, right? Um, so, because we started out bigger, right? It was more of us. And so one thing that I learned is that, and I don't know that I learned it, but it was more emphasized for me that, you know, I wanna surround myself with like-minded people right who call themselves going back to the community aspect and not not saying anything towards anyone who, who started and couldn't continue not i'm not saying that at all but i am saying it's very wise for me to surround myself with people such as yourself daisha and wesley who hold themselves to a high standard right because one it serves as um an example right and it serves as partnership and so that that was one piece that really stood out to me like you know make sure that i'm i'm, I'm including in my community those who can pull me up and willing to be the one who can help pull someone else up as well right so um and then other thing was consistency right like and not being perf not trying to be perfect 
because that was the thing that that really tripped me up a bit like i gotta be verbatim i gotta you know and really realizing and that is in every area of my life even in school right i got i'm in master's program right now i got all a's got an a minus in the class and nearly lost my mind right that a minus felt like a, a b or a c or a fail right that's how it felt and so learning how to be gracious to myself and still putting my best foot forward and being okay with that yeah mm -hmm. that's good i think for myself that was a big lesson because the very first time we were going to meet on zoom it's funny i think Vincent was taking the kids to the park as well that day and so i was in the corner with the book okay do not be He's like, what's wrong with you? Because I was like, is this right? I got to get off the words. I got to pass the kids making noise. I'm like, shut I got to concentrate. And he was like, Leslie, like, relax. But I put that pressure on myself. And I'm like, I know, why am I stressing here? It's Lakita and Daisha. They're not going to flog me for getting the scripture right. right. But I am like that. I'm so hard on myself. I'm so hard when I think, oh no, I've messed up or what are people gonna think? And it's okay, it's not, <laughs> it's not a big mm -hmm. deal. So yeah, mm -hmm. when you said that, that resonated with me because I remember Vincent was staring at me like, what is wrong with you? Because I was in the corner stressing like, we got our Zoom today. <laughs> I got to be on point, I got to get it off. <laughs> Say, that was me today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning, work in progress. <laughs> um, but I also, like I said, just appreciate. For me, I guess the biggest thing was partnership. I know, like Lakita said, it's not that, you know, that's a lesson that goes unnoticed, but it's truly emphasized that I just do so much better with just doing things with other people. And I do realize there are some things I'm going to stand before Jesus on my own, like some things you right. definitely have to deal with on your own between you and God. But ultimately, it's just such a benefit to have a partner in the gospel. And that um, when you truly are memorizing scripture, then it is on your heart because those things just continue to just pop back up in so many different ways when you're focused on it, when that is like, you know, it was, it's for a whole year. Like my mind is blown that we spent a year doing this. Yes. I can't believe it, but because this has been my life for a year and it feels special to me now, even when I hear it. When I hear people mm -hmm. from the pulpit saying pieces of it, I'm like, yup. And I'm in my head mm -hmm. saying it all because it's mm -hmm. here now. So I think it really just, you know, it's nearer and dearer to my heart because I took this much time to know it. Amen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, um, <clears throat> so I, you know, I just coined the term, Lakita is our fearless fearless leader but oh i love how lakita even when we pray today how in your prayer you were just like you know god we do not have to get this verbatim as long as we live it you know mm -hmm. and i just thought amen yeah. like that is truly what this is all about i think yeah. for me the highlight is um, also consistency. And so my brain can be, you know, a little loosey-goosey and aloof and having been consistent, like mm -hmm. my, my brain capacity, what I can consume and hold mm -hmm. has just widened. And so that gives me hope, honestly, mm -hmm. like from doing this, you know, 52 weeks, right? 
like now I'm just like, well, it's kind of like working out, right? Like you start off and you're a weight, right? You at a certain weight and then you're consistent. And then months later, you look at yourself like, wow, mm-hmm. consistency, you know, eating right, eating healthy. Like now I am slimmer or healthier or what have you. So it's, it's that analogy. Like, it's like, wow, I didn't know how much I could not even just consume but actually hold, right? right. And so now right. I'm just like, oh, the sky's the limit. What are we doing yeah. next? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, yeah. it's the hope. It's the hope for me. Yeah, I'm very proud of us. I'm so glad that, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time talking to each other, but knowing that we were, you were in, everybody was in their world doing the, doing the same thing just really brought um, a, a new level of connection and I'm so grateful for for you women and I'm like excited I'm like and excited to move into James but yeah it's gonna be good all right all right guys love y'all here we go James in January love (laughs) y'all Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it, rate it, and write a review. I would greatly appreciate it. You can also leave me a personal message. There's a button that says message, and it will allow you to leave me a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. Episodes are released on the first Wednesday of every month. To check out what I'm up to, please visit me at widowigofromhere.com. And until the next time, bye for now.